Welcome, everybody, to day two of the L.A. PodFest. And so uh, just a quick shout-out to our five sponsors. We have All Things Comedy, Daily Motion, MailChimp, Sideshow Network, and Squarespace. And so we have a podcast coming up right now. We have Road Story Stories with Murray Valeriano. I never knew how long that song was until just now. Uh, my thanks to Mike Furman for writing the theme song. My thanks to you guys coming out to the LA Podcast Festival this year, second year. Doing it a little different. Uh, guys at home, chill for a second. Guys here. Hey, cool hat. Where'd he go? You can turn the microphone this way and address the audience. <laughs> that was really weird looking at the back of your cool cap, but there you go. So give it up for the interns. Give it up. We're uh, moving your uh, podcast to a bigger room. Like, oh, great. <laughs> awesome. I guess they moved us out of the broom closet. Uh, I didn't know if the buster station must have been booked today. But I'm glad to be here. Um, somebody missing from today, uh, two people missing. A, Brody Stevens, he'll be in here in 15 minutes. Uh, and B, my wife, uh, Mary, who some of you know if anybody listens to the show. Um, I locked my son and babysitter out of the house. Uh, 21 months old. <laughs> So they're wandering around Mar Vista somewhere. Uh, so if anybody sees them, pick them up and uh, bring them to the podcast festival. Um, you know what, guys? I'm gonna. Uh, by the way, this is Road Stories. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano. Thank you for coming out. Thank you. I see a lot of long-time listeners in the back. Um, I see a couple new faces. I don't know. I uh, stop in, say hi. I'd like to meet you guys after the show. But this is awesome because uh, Brody Stevens overslept. I don't know what he does. Uh, he's probably He's probably drumming or throwing a baseball till three o'clock in the morning, so uh, he probably never slept. So uh, I uh, pulled a guy out, a uh, special guest. This is really exciting for me. Uh, I just want to bring him up. He's from New Jersey, known from uh, uh, Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn, his own Comedy Central special. We bring Rich Boss up here real quick. Yeah. No, thank you, thank you. Before I get started, you have an intern? I know, right? How the fuck you get an intern? Let me tell you, man, uh, it's all fucking uphill for me right now on this podcast. It's fucking That's great. roses. Um, by the way, my intern. He's gone. Did he leave? Yeah. He told me, he's like, oh man, you're up against Will Anderson. I don't know who I'm going to see. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking come see road stories, man. Don't yeah. back. Do it, you know? Just, just don't tell me. It's because you're there the whole time. So I bet this never happens at the Santa Monica uh, uh, elections. Uh, is this one not? That's this not one, on this either. This works. You want to share this one, Rich? Uh. <laughs> We're a well-oiled machine at the Road Stories podcast. We function. I guess you're going to be looking for a new intern. <laughs> <laughs> and I know where I'm looking at fucking uh, Will Anderson's podcast. Okay. Now these oh, two now they both work. Oh, this is does that one work too? Uh, oh no, yeah, now no, it works. Okay. I really want to also. Check. Okay, now let's play musical microphones. Uh, I want to thank you too. When you when you brought me up, you said Tough Crowd, which was probably the best show ever on television. I agree. It was. Uh, to me, I mean, for a con one one Colin Quinn is a genius. He's brilliant. I agree. He's just, I agree. He's so comic friendly and so fun to work with. It was it was when that show was canceled. It felt like, you know, uh, it felt like. A divorce, you know what I mean? Right, it sure. Just, it felt, I felt so empty. And when you said when you said that show, I, I really, you know, people go last comic standing, and which is quite embarrassing, uh, <laughs> you know, being the fact that I took third place. Uh, you Who know, won I that mean, year? Uh, 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 that fan won the first. Is that, year. No, you were on the first year. I was on the first. Oh, year. I didn't realize you were on the. Yeah. Fucking, that was the biggest joke, man. 
Well, the thing. Well, here's the thing with that show too. I mean, Ralph. There was some great. Dave Mordal from. Uh, sure. Is as funny as any comic. Dave Mordal's great. He was just brilliant. And after that uh, show, he went into recluse and he's hanging in Minnesota. Is that the same as embarrassment recluse? or whatever? Yeah, okay. I'm just. I'm just curious. Kind of. I didn't take a colonopin for this. I didn't know I was doing it. So, <laughs> I got to settle down. Well, you should have uh, brought me one. So, but it. it, it the people on the show were fun, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what it is. It no, wasn't like Tough Crown. No, Tough Crown was a great show. I was bummed to see it go. A lot of good – a lot of you guys are seeing this weekend. Rich was on it. Uh, uh, Jackie Cation was on it. A lot of great guys you're going to see this weekend run. It was a great show. Uh, Rich, you're from Jersey, right? Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Jersey. Are we're, you really? Yeah, by the way, never met Rich before in my life. Uh, we met once at the Improv. In, in L.A.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Who want, you want to fight? Who'll fight? Uh, Listen, uh, we'll break uh, these microphones. We don't uh, care. We already broke them earlier. What do you call it? Uh, I'm from Central. I'm originally from Plainfield, New Jersey. Ooh, where's that? Uh, well, you don't. Uh, where's that? Well, no, because uh, I, mean, uh, I don't. I've been. A, I've been away for so long. I can't remember where. You're probably from South Jersey, right? No, by North Philly? Jersey. Wayne. You're from North. I'm oh, from Wayne, Jersey. I'm from right in the Central Plainfield. It's by Westfield. It's by North Plainfield and South Plainfield. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's. Not following. Uh, okay, Somerville. You know Somerville? I don't. Honestly, I don't remember. I lived there for like from like it's junior high to college. It's one of the richest areas in the country. Oh, really? No, it's a shithole. <laughs> uh, but now, now I live in Hillsboro, New Jersey. Oh, you still live in Jersey? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Hillsboro, famous. Uh, Michael Ian Black is from Hillsboro. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, I just figured I'd throw his name out because he's really alternative, and that's a scene. Sure, know? sure. And somebody else, uh, somebody else from Jersey, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. 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 You know what? We were doing a... Uh, Trying to get him on Road Stories in the next month. That's a secret. Don't yeah. let that out. Don't let that out. But ladies and gentlemen, real quick, my wife showed up. Thank you very much for coming here. Mary Zofries, <laughs> who, uh, who let our babysitter and my 21-year-old oh. uh, kid in the house, I hope. Okay, <laughs> they're good. I get the Bad Parenting Award. She's awesome. Sorry, uh, go on. Well, that, that, we were talking about Jersey. We were doing a function, and uh, Bon Jovi was there. And you know also from Jersey. You know, you know, in this business, you meet a lot of celebrities and big and and oh, big deal. Look, you know, you're sitting with Seinfeld at sure, a comedy sure. club or 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 Chris or some, you know, and you're like, oh, well, big deal. But when Bon Jovi walks by you, it's almost like it's like, and I'm a Jew, but it's like Jesus. It's like <laughs> just just like a glow around him, and you hear angels and stuff. Right, right. I'm telling you, I couldn't take. All day at the function, he would catch me staring at him like I was some <laughs> crazy fucking stalker. Right? <laughs> I, I love Bon Jovi. The great thing was Bon Jovi just played uh, uh, Giant Stadium like two months ago, a month ago, and all the girls I went to high school with were blowing up Facebook, man. They were like, fucking putting my hair on, <laughs> fucking going to see Bon Jovi, putting my leopard miniskirt on. We're going to fuck. Woo! I don't know. They do. That's the New Jersey drunk girl cry. Woo! That's... That's Every what we're known for. Okay. That's what, that's what I, Jersey's known for. I uh, ambushed Rich in the, uh, uh, in the hallway because, um, A, I'm a fan, and Brody's still pitching baseballs or something. And uh, so I, I don't know. The, you know the podcast is Road Stories, so we like to tell, like, really, sh you know, fucked up things that happen on the road, and I know you didn't have much time to, to oh prepare. Oh, no, I, I got to admit, I met my wife. Uh, <laughs> no. Hold on. We, we like <laughs> shitty road stories. No. Nobody wants to hear how good it is on the road. They all like to hear when somebody drunk throws a fucking chicken finger at oh, you. I got so many here. Uh, I'll tell the Kansas City. Here, I'll start off with the Kansas City. I'm working, uh, we're working outside Kansas City, and I think it was Overton or uh, uh, somewhere outside of Kansas City because I always work the outside. <laughs> I'm always at the other club, okay? Right, right. D.L. Ugly's at the big club. I'm at the other club. So, uh, uh, Bonnie McFarlane, who is uh, also a headline comic, and somehow we're married. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> we were both working together, and she was on stage. The front row was like this Kansas City-type gangster who decided to throw his get-out-of-jail birthday party in the front row. <laughs> okay? And, you know, so there's these, like, half-gangsters. Right. Uh, some some uh, two girls one gigantic guy, right? So they're talking throughout Bonnie's set, and Bonnie's getting pissed. So yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. So Bonnie gets off stage, and she's yelling at the club owner, uh, Greg Glazier, uh, real jackass, and 
We bleep all club me. owner names out. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Good. He owes me 200 Anyhow, uh, <laughs> uh, good. Uh, he, really? He's going to beat me for 200 So anyhow, <laughs> all right, Bonnie's, we'll Bonnie's yelling at So I go on stage. I guess the host does a minute, brings me on. And I kind of try to befriend these guys, the biggest one in the front with the crew. I mean, the guy's a monster. Sure. So he's laughing. I kind of win him over, but they're talking. They're in and out of the bathroom doing coke and partying, and they're just, you know, they're just ruining the show. But I'm making it through the show. I got maybe 10 minutes left. And all of a sudden, the guy's talking. So the club owner comes walking out front and yells to the main guy, mm -hmm. shut the fuck up. And the guy goes, who the fuck are you? He goes, I'm the club owner. Pow. Oh. So that guy... <laughs> That guy hits the club owner. Now, an all-out brawl. I'm not talking, I mean, the whole room goes into a big brawl, and I'm thinking, how am I going to sell my DVDs after this? <laughs> because, you know, if they all leave, I'm not going to make my extra can. I mean, I've never seen, this was a, the owner had his ribs broken. Cops were there. Holy shit. Uh, and it was just, a, a, a chairs were flying. I was on stage. Like a little, I was just kicking people that were coming at me like, <laughs> kick. That would be the gay kick, uh, <laughs> you know, in their backs so they couldn't see me. And so the place was a wreck. Then I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I only had ten minutes left, but I did another forty-five minutes after it to recap the what? fight. <laughs> and there was a reporter there. He was reporting on something, so it was all documented. Uh, and I sold DVDs, and I said, I'll put Fight Night on my DVD, and I sold the most DVDs I ever oh, sold awesome. after a show. Oh, <laughs> awesome. That's right. So, any... And him and Bonnie were able to have a good honeymoon because yeah. of that Fight Night. Well, anywhere I work now, I hope a fight breaks out. <laughs> if that intern goes to fucking Will Anderson's show, there's going to be a fight. <laughs> but, you know, you work on the road, it, there's nonstop nightmare stories. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just, uh, you know, one time... I was some guy in the audience. Uh, this was, I said, you know, I was trash. I'm sorry, his excuse me a second. Oh. This is, you don't need two microphones. Yeah. There you go. Uh, go ahead. He had the worst toupee. I go, what the fuck? Why would you do that? To your, and he threw it at me. Uh, <laughs> you see a toupee come flying across, <laughs> you know, uh, in Aspen. When I was in Aspen, I, uh, you know, it, it's when my, when my career started getting a lot of heat. Sure. I was in Asheville and I had all this heat. I didn't know. I'd never been to a festival. Right, right. And all these people are coming up to me and it's not good. And I suffer from anxiety to begin with, you know, and it's like all this. And then all of a sudden I got to go on stage between Sinbad and Carlin and all this at the Wheeler Opera House. And next thing you know, I'm getting oxygen and being taken away in an ambulance <laughs> because <laughs> I, could, I just thought I was having a heart attack. But it was, I couldn't breathe, and an anxiety attack mixed. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. And, you know, I'm sitting there, and Carlin looks at me. Ah, I've had six of them. Don't worry about it, kid. <laughs> uh, you know? So it's just, it, it, there's so many. I, I, I wish that was I an Aspen, right? Huh? That was an Aspen. Yeah, that was an Aspen. Because so the, 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 the level, the, what am yeah. I thinking of? The sea level. It's the, the altitude. altitude. Altitude, thank See, you. See, I fucked up, and you did too now. I I do, that's all I do is fuck up. I just <laughs> <laughs> rely on you guys to be entertaining. I just hold the mic and organize you. I uh. <laughs> here's a, here's a, I was working at this. Uh, uh, I was at just got off a of last comic standing, and it, I had a lot of some heat at the time. Uh, so I stopped into New York at Stand Up New York. Sure. There was it was a Tuesday or Wednesday night. The place there might have been 15 people in the audience. Mm. So I said, uh, "It's probably Brody." <laughs> uh, I'm on my Vesper. Uh, <laughs> okay. Ooh, I'm doing <laughs> doing figure eights in the Target parking lot. Uh, fucking neurotic douchebag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I knew him in New York when he was <laughs> running around with clipboards trying to get people in the Boston Comedy Club. Uh, oh, really? Always a funny dude. Oh, Brody's always great. from the beginning. Uh, should I tell this dumb story? Or yeah, please do. I mean, because uh, a lot of times uh, when please I do. do. And then we got our regular guests coming up. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know how long. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Oh, uh, no. Hey, you know what? Stick around till Brody comes. Why don't you? No, no well, uh, here's, uh, you know, I mean. I'll take that as a yes. I, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I would, it's stand-up New York. So it was after last comment. So I walk in. I go, can I do a spot? And they said, yeah, of course. So I go on. There's maybe 15, 20 people. 
I'm on stage, just, just a regular, it's going well, doing whoever, and they give me the light. And I'm fucking, I go, how dare you give me the light? <laughs> I go, this, I'm Rich Voss. <laughs> I, go, I go, you don't give me the light. You're lucky I would even stop in to do a spot here. I'm the biggest act you'll ever see tonight. <laughs> Thank God you would have me. I get off stage when I want to get off the fucking stage. All right? So I go, good night, and I leave. The MC goes up, and now it's time for our next act, a big hand for Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> 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 who, uh, who was that? Oh, look at walk through the door. Brody Stewart. <laughs> uh, Brody, we'll be with you in a minute. I, uh, <laughs> uh, who was the booker in uh, the 90s in uh, stand-up? Do you remember his name, in Mark? The in the 90s? Yeah, late 90s. I wonder if it was Carrie Hoffman. Uh, somebody used to, well, used to call it happen like five times one year. I moved out to California and they, hey, this is, uh, this is so-and-so from Stand Up New York. I'm like, sweet. It's like, uh, who's this? I'm like, it's Murray Valeriano. I was like, oh, oh, is Jeff Richards there? I'm like, what? He's like, uh, don't you and Jeff Richards live together? I'm like, no, I don't live with Jeff Richards. As a matter of fact, I haven't talked to him in like five, oh, hey, will you do me a favor? Will you call him and say we got a weekend for him? Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Hey, Rich, well, come do my show for real sometime, will you, man? That's, you know what, folks, and this was fun, but that's a pleasant way of saying, can you please leave? <laughs> but thank, I will Here's love card, to. Buddy. Thank you. Thank you for that having me. awesome. Rich Listen, Boss, everybody, uh, thank you for coming by. I really appreciate and it. And also, too, when you're not, when you're not listening to this uh, great, great podcast, listen to My Wife Hates Me. That's our podcast, My Wife Hates Me. Uh, thanks for having me. Rich, thank you're you, awesome. I really appreciate it. Rich Boss, everybody. Up next at the Santa Monica City Council meeting, um, this is the guys we all came out to see, isn't it? This is a, listen, I, on a personal note, uh, I, I love doing this show, and the only reason I do this show is because uh, awesome comics give up their time, and some of them are here who have done it. Jackie Cation's here, Ryan Buds is here, Mike Siegel is here. Thank you guys for, for constantly coming on and doing it, especially Siegel when I call you last minute because somebody dropped out. Uh, but I got really two great comics on this uh, coming on the show today, and they've be both been on it before. And uh, first of all, from uh, the late uh, Craig Ferguson and his very own uh, awesome podcast called The Crab Feast, uh, bring uh, Brian, Ryan Sickler up to the stage right now. <laughs> Buddy. Thank you. Thank you very much. So stoked Appreciate to have that. you, man. I'm very fired up to be here as I set all my belongings down. <laughs> I love um, how everybody. Can I just say real quick? Yeah. I, I want to say about Rich Voss, because who I love, I wish he was still here. He is a man's man. He's a ball buster. Sure. I love him. When I first met him, um, personally met him, not his comedy. When I personally met him, he hosted, when I was on Comedy Central Live at Gotham, he hosted my show. And he said to me, Where are you from? And I said, Baltimore. And he goes, Straight into it. He goes, Baltimore's a rough town. I saw two pigeons hold a raven down and rape it. <laughs> I was like, it's nice to meet you, Rich. And that sounds like my old neighborhood. So, yeah, I love Rich Voss. He's hilarious. I like how so far everybody has, has gotten that, like, guys uh, one-seat space between each other in a movie theater. Oh, I was saving this for our next guest, I thought. I don't know where I'm going to sit. I didn't think we were going to be in a dais. So I didn't yeah. know. This is going to be – this is my impression of me for the next 90 minutes. <laughs> Did you guys see Brody come in in the back when he entered? Did you see him? He looked. He, you look like Kazoo from the Flintstones. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, Murray's pulling real guests." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you travel safely. Yeah, I just picked out the helmet yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good. It does. It's a great character. He was hey, the best. Thank you, Jack. Fresh off the Oddball Comedy Tour, right? <laughs> Bring Brody Stevens to the stage. <laughs> yes. Uh, unless you wanted to be how 25 many, minutes late. How many Lammies do you have on right now? You have Oddball Talent and well, L.A. Podfest Talent. Thank you for being here. No, I was... Um, <laughs> Murray told me to make an entrance, and I did. I wore the I wore the helmet. I wore the uh, protective sunwear, and I went upstairs to the penthouse. Sure. And 
there's another show up there. I went up to that, and I, like, walked in on it. I was making an entrance, and I realized <laughs> it was the, another show. It was like a, a UCB-type show. I was about to, like, interrupt it, and then I go, whoa, wrong show. And then I came down here, and I felt the energy. It's a nice, condensed vibe. <laughs> <laughs> And when I walked in with my helmet, my Mr. Kazoo helmet, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I felt pretty good. I didn't recognize Ryan, but I saw some familiar faces. Rich Foss, everything you said about Rich Murray is right. I've known Rich for a long time. And, you know, I'm excited to be here at L.A. Podfest. Yes! <laughs> you got it. Road stories, pushing it. Vespa, Sepulveda, cutting through, learning the rules of the uh, Vespa articulation. Are you in a Vespa club yet? They have the Vespa clubs. I'm, I might join that. What is that, from a Third Eye Blind video? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. It was a lot of fun driving over here. I don't know how often. Uh, I mean, I, I rode the bike here last night in darkness. It was like, I, I'm going for it. I'm taking chances. I'm, I don't want to bungee jump. I've made some, uh, you know, I've made some mistakes in my life, and maybe buying this Vespa was a mistake, but I felt like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a low-odds mistake. If I don't like it, I could sell it on Craigslist, and I'm zipping around the valley. And you know what? It was fun. It reminded me of Hawaii. It ri reminded me of the South by Southwest, Austin, Texas. And, uh, again, I was, I'm excited to be here and, and be here with Murray and Ryan. Thank you Do very you much. I've been to the valley several times, and no part of the valley reminds me of Hawaii or <laughs> Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I just see Brody with like a backpack full of pineapples rolling yeah. around fucking Riverside Drive. Yeah, but I want to it, it actually did excite me to drive around. I grew up in the valley, so it's kind of What's that area code? A18, but I lived there when it was 213. I mean, I, oh, really? I, I was born of the, you know, Oh, old school back before there. Before 818, there was a 213 that that was basically the whole, I mean, a lot of Los Angeles. But I'm serious, like getting this bike, it's just it's it's making me want to go back and ba remind myself of riding my bicycle in my neighborhood. I want to ride to my high school. I want to yeah. go to my old apartment where I, I got picked on. I want to and ride off on my moped. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have oh, to have a motorcycle license? Is that oh, good question. That is because I have a motorcycle license. I'm M1. M1. Enjoy. But it. Do you have yes. to have it out here for the Vespa? Oh, uh, you have to have it registered. I need to go to the DMV and do an online written test kind of thing. And then I need to do, yeah, the little parking lot deal. Oh, so you do is, need to go. So there, I guess yeah. I have a, m a month to do that. There's a grace period, but I'm out there breaking the law. Pull me over, <laughs> copper. <laughs> yes. Are I you uh, are you taking any chances on splitting the lane? I always oh, good I, I've had people in traffic put their feet on my car to balance themselves to gain their shit again. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? You know, are you doing any of that last night D driving back here? Well, last night driving back down on Pico, there was some traffic and there was like a, you know, there was an opening. I saw it <laughs> and I went between the two cars. I made up about eight car lengths. <laughs> I nice. went for it. I was out there. And so I did that, but I kind of took it easy. And then today. One time I did stop. I go, okay, I feel like I can cut through there, but I'm not. And then I went to another light, and I saw, like, a motorcycle guy cut all the way through, and I go, that's how it's done. So I'm kind of <laughs> learning the rules, and, uh, you know, I park down here for free. If you're on a, uh, if you're on a Vespa, the, the, they, they, they almost feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> and they let you park for free. Uh, coming up later on uh, Vespa Stories, yeah. we'll be talking about... Uh, Our Italian travels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ryan, I feel like I'm I in Italy. Ryan, I haven't seen you in how long? A few months now. Yeah, what have you been up to these days? Uh, just stand-up and podcasting quite a bit, actually. Yeah? Yeah, the podcast is the crab feast. If, uh, yeah, it's right there. Oh, thank you. Um, and this month, we're excited because it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's our second year doing it. Uh, we are selling a T-shirt and taking donations. Uh, all our guests for the month of October are ladies, hilarious ladies, and um, all donations will go uh, to the American Cancer Society. So it's something we like to do, and we're, f we're fired up about it. Awesome. Tell them who's this week's guest. This week's guest, well. Was it this week? This well, week Tig Nataro kicked it off for yeah, us. It was okay. fantastic. And I don't want to tip it, but we have two 
ladies who are coming up that are fantastic. You will all be familiar with them, and uh, it's going to be a really fun month. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. I'm really uh, happy to hear that. It's a good show. If you haven't looked, I know a lot of people just clap for it, so obviously you know it, so I'm not going to plug it anymore. I'm not comfortable with where I sat. No? You no wanna, what, do you want to switch it up? I don't up? know. I don't know. I don't feel... I think you're... In a, I, I'm comfortable. Are you comfortable? Why what? are you not comfortable here? Is it Ryan being over there? I'm next to you. Where I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I know. It's just like it's this back and forth. I'm going to bring it in. You're it's wearing Dodger blue. I like it. No, it's tight, silver I it's tight like on the back of Brody's Vespa. I think I should have sat on the end. That I think I you're... Good. No, I think you should be in this... Oh, well, maybe as a moderator, I guess, on the end. Sure. But... You know, you live, you live, you learn, and uh, it's okay. Now that Ryan moved better. over, I'm more uncomfortable with the empty seat on the left now. God damn. It looks like, hey, I could only get two people when I wanted three. Uh, you on. can get more people, Murray. It's positive energy. You can do it. You put it out there. Look, I, I went on the oddball tour. I'm just a guy from the Valley, <laughs> Reseda, who drove a Pinto in high school, Jewish, not bar mitzvah, but I played <laughs> every... Every single oddball show I did. The only other guys to do that were uh, Flight of the Concords and okay. Dave Chappelle. So Live Nation and every amphitheater across America uh, had the confidence in me to be there, and I want to say thank awesome. you to them. Oh, that that's great. That's a great. Uh, that's a great thing to delve into on the uh, as we switch gears from Vespas to road stories. Uh, it's kind of similar. Vespa is road. Let's true. be honest. No, I mean, I, there I, is a connection. I, everything is connected on this show. You Brody. got it. Uh, were you there? Uh, were you there? What was it? A month ago when Chappelle walked off? Hartford. Uh, I was there at the Does show. Does everybody know what happened with Dave Chappelle? I'll explain to my wife later. I was in. Well, it happened in Hartford. I guess he had a sure. little reaction with the audience. Me personally, I had a normal show. Mm -hmm. I start at five fifteen. I go to six forty-five. I have uh, regional comedians. I run that. I thought it was fine. Hartford. Um, the tickets were kind of, that date was announced late, so there was a lot of, compared to the other shows, it just was not set up like they were necessarily, okay. and it was a th Thursday night, and it was Hartford, and there was a lot of stuff going on, it was just kind of an aggressive crowd, maybe, and the acoustics weren't all that great, because a lot of the comedians were saying, I... You know, it's hard to hear. Fly of the Concords couldn't hear. And I think people just wanted to get out of there. It just wasn't like a great vibe. Me, personally, I have fun. I adapt. I'm from Reseda. Public <laughs> schools, busing. Public schools Drove a Vespa busing. here for crying out loud. So I had a good time. But, you know, Dave went on. Actually, actually I left. I wanted to avoid kind of, you know, traffic. The hotel was down the street. So a bunch of the comedians left. And then Jeff Ross comes in. He goes, wow, my Twitter's blowing up. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, Chappelle read a book on stage, and it's going <laughs> going crazy. And so I started reading Twitter. I had a meltdown, this and that. And then I saw Dave actually in the hotel. I rode the elevator with Chappelle. It was just Brody and Dave <laughs> in the Hilton or wherever we were, Sheraton in, in downtown Hartford. You and, need and to get that combo on the Vespa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he likes motorcycles. He likes Ducatis. He traveled the whole country with his motorcycles uh, connected to his bus. But uh, he was down in the elevator, but he was more like, you know, kind of upset with the crowd, feeling like he had been doing comedy. He said something like, I've been doing comedy since 14, this and that. So it's like, look. You got to side with Chappelle no matter what. Oh, sure, and, yeah, yeah. And after that, to be honest, it just made for every other show to really uh, just tighten up and get better. And it was a whole ten minute chunk on Hartford, so uh, you know it was all good. And okay, it was a yeah. great experience. Thank you, Murray, Stephen Brody, Stevens. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the? Uh, you ever walk a room? No, I really. I, You've I, never I, walked a room. I have never walked. I mean, if there's been eight people there, then maybe. Right. But I've never there walked. There goes a guy a right full now. room right there. There he goes. Hold on, my first official one right there. Look, watch. Wait till the door shuts. I officially <laughs> walked the room right there. Just happened right here. No, I I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I've never never walked a room. All right, I got a question for you guys because this happened to me uh, two weekends ago uh, at the Ice House in Pasadena. Uh, where I will be in two weeks, <coughs> 8 and 10 o'clock, Saturday night, uh, doing 30 minutes before I record my next CD. Um, I, uh, there's, a, there's a host, I don't know if you guys ever worked there, there's a host there named Jimmy Burns, who is great. I'm going to sit back so I don't have to look at you guys. And uh, he's a great host. He's been the host there for like 20 years or something like that. He said, uh, hey, I saw you're there on Saturday night. Why don't you come in on Friday night, fill in for me on the host thing? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm in town. I'll do it. I don't mind. A little extra money. You know, work out some stuff. Um, <laughs> 
Jimmy Burns is what you look for in a host. Jimmy Burns, very nice, funny, gets the crowd going. Great name. Great Jimmy, name. Burns. Jimmy Burns. Jimmy Burns. Uh, it's no Brody, but it's Jimmy Burns. Um, I, on the other hand, that night was not what you look for in a host. Uh, they didn't like me really very much at all. The drunk girl who brought her 17 uh, birthday party goers didn't like me telling them to shut up. So uh, they hated me. And every time I tried to win them back between comics, hated me even yeah. more. Uh, here's where, let me tell you where they liked me. As uh, the headliner came off stage and I had to go up and say goodnight to everybody, a waitress dropped a tomato. And I'm holding my fingers up about two inches. Cherry tomato? Little cherry tomato. All right. Uh, in the front of the stairs, and the stairs are right here that come up onto the stage. I didn't see that tomato until my left foot stepped on that tomato, and I went on my fucking ass. What? <laughs> in front of 180 oh, people no. who, up till that point, hated me. Yeah. <laughs> After I fell on my ass, loved me. They're like moving you around fucking the room yeah, and shit. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, yo. You got to open with that. <laughs> <laughs> Oddball comedy tour. <laughs> you ever eat Talent. it in front of anybody? Oh my god! Yeah, not eat all it the time. comically, but eat it on your ass or face. I was in a uh, McDonald's a couple of years ago, and I wanted a refill, and I walked over to the self refill machine, but I didn't. They didn't have the caution wet floor mm -hmm. triangle folding thing up yet, and I hit this fucking water, and I mean like ice. I slid, my legs went up, so I go to grab. You know how they have, like, all of a sudden McDonald's has, like, bar seating? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like a fucking weird just table. And I grab it, and I just assumed it was a fixed chair, but it pivoted, and it swung me. I mean, I went up. I mean, slow-mo. They all saw it. I came down on my back. I was like, holy shit. And they ran over to me, and it was, you know, they weren't offering money. It was right. nuggets and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I just want a soda. I just Let me ask you this. Did everybody in McDonald's hate you for the first hour and a half before no. you did that? No. I was a hero. I was right. a hero. As a matter of fact, they did pass me around on their hands <laughs> all the way back to the front. Have you ever ate shit on stage? Uh, I, I mean, I've tripped on stage a bunch. I'm very physical, so <laughs> I've, I've done that. I, I, I mean, speaking of a road and the Vespa, I, fell, I mean, I fell. I, I fell into a, a drainage ditch off the 10 freeway outside of Quartz, Quartzsite, Arizona. I was coming back after the, during the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl that year. It was a Colts, I think, and I had to take a leak. And anyway, so <laughs> I pulled off on the 10 freeway and off on the shoulder, and I walked around, and I go, I'll wait for this truck to pass just in case. And I walked a couple other couple steps, one, two, and I dropped into one of those asphalt Arizona drainage ditches and I free fell about five and a half feet. It was the scariest moment of my life. I landed on my, my turf shoes. I wore baseball turf shoes. I was back coming back from Thank alumni God. baseball weekend. So I was like <laughs> had a I was really protected in baseball gear. And I landed on my feet, put my hand down, broke my hand, I climbed out and then drove to Palm Springs and embraced my mother, hugged and then I had a cast on my hand, and uh, I know it's a shock. I mean, that's, that's real life, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, you want me to tell you why? Because I, I had come on my chest from jerking off, and I, <laughs> I couldn't go to a 7-Eleven, all right? Or let me ask you this. Did you ever do that? Let me ask you this. Setting? I've never embraced my mom with come on my chest. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took, I threw the shirt. I left it in the ditch in Quartzsite. I know it's a strange story, and I know you're <laughs> grossed out, but a lot of guys who travel on the road, truck drivers too, they they don't they have pleasured themselves oh, yeah. on the interstate? You got cruise control, <laughs> highway love, yes. That's all I was doing. Don't they have the uh, the the prostitutes in the rest stops? I don't out? do that. That's dirty. I saw. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you do it. I would just. I would do Since that. I'm He's trying to get us back on the fucking stage and you guys highway. are eating shit all over Don't the Don't do that on the Vespa, though, dude. That's, <laughs> a, that's a death <laughs> trap. And I'll tell you what, audience members, I mean, you want road stories? I'm not a creepy guy. I'm not a weird guy. I'm just being honest. I don't know. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, and that's kind of what comedy is for. You know, I'm sick of these good-looking guys who get all the chicks. Everything's perfect. 
first class flying. They're showing you their Instagrams. You look great. You look hot. Let the guys like us from Baltimore, Murray, where are you from again? Jersey. Wisconsin. And, um, <laughs> and me from the let, – let us, you know, uh, get some of the action. You know what I'm saying? Let, uh, let, us, let, let us be strange. Thank you for that moment. I needed that. Not meeting a lot of women on the Vespa. I bet you I can. Why? That's a two-seater. Why not? All right. <laughs> you want to keep it open for Chappelle. Um, Ryan, I'm trying to steer this back to the stage. Okay. So <laughs> although, I appreciate the whacking off uh, stories. Oh, no. I'll get, ba well, I'll get back to the stage. You know, I've done over 2,000 television audience warm-ups. Yes, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, how, does it, how does it eat in it there, man? Just... Oh, I've eaten that. I, I, I bang. I worked at Best Damn Sports Show over in the Fox lot, and uh, we had metal bleachers. And I remember one time, you know, the crowd was just sitting there, like not bringing the energy. And I had to like run into the bleachers, and there was like a metal end on the bleachers, and I jammed the metal in there, like took my hair, and it was gross. And they had to take me to the. Uh, uh, Fox lot. They have like their own hospital there. I got there. I got a tetanus <laughs> shot. I got a physical. They took care of me. They wrapped me up. So, I mean, if you want to talk about that, eating it. I was a waiter at Red Robin in Seattle, the original Red Robin. I was, I was delivering some fry refills <laughs> to Section 3, and I freaking ate it. Strawberry lemonade and uh, this is like fucking hurting everywhere. Ducks. This is like hurting kittens. I'm not going to try to steer this thing back in there. Red Robin. I like their veggie burger. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, so I'm in northern you know. Minnesota. Oh, it's Jackie Cation, everybody. Yes. Jesus Christ. You got it. Here she is. <laughs> so I got a heckler. Uh, I, I'm not allowed to swear. I'm not allowed to tell him to shut the fuck up. It's an Indian casino in northern Michigan. Hold your applause. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty glamorous. Uh, Louis, Louis Saint, uh, for, I forget what it's called, Sault Ste. Marie. Anyway, so uh, there I am, and uh, you know how in Indian casinos there's always uh, there's always a guy, there's always a, a guy to make sure you're not stealing all the stuff. And uh, for some reason, I'm doing 45, I'm at 35, and uh, these two guys will not stop talking. And I've told them to shut up. I've uh, I've made fun of them. I've done everything I can, uh, just shy of telling them to uh, get out. And um, I, there's, there's no one to, t there's no one to eject them. And so I asked them to leave and the guy goes, no. And, uh, <laughs> so then, uh, I got another 10 minutes to do. And, uh, here's what you should know about stand-up comedy. You don't do your time. You don't get paid. So, uh, I, uh, I, you know, you ever get so mad. You see those red spots in front of your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so mad, so very angry. And then I just sort of took a deep breath and I fell to my knees. I made the sign of the cross and I prayed them out of the room. <laughs> Please bless these men somewhere else. I hope it all works out for them somewhere else. And then here's, here's uh, I had to stand up after that, and that's when I wiped out. Ah, bring it all around. Jackie Cation, uh, Dork Forest Podcast, tomorrow, 2 o'clock, uh, with Maria Bam Bamford. Am I saying that right? Is it Bamford? Is that her name? Maria Bamford, anybody else? Karen Kilgariff. Karen Kilgariff. Awesome. Catch that tomorrow, too. Down the hall. I was actually informed last year that Jackie is the most frequent guest I have on my show. And I am the... M and then she's keeping it right. I never invite her. She just shows up. <laughs> but never at church, which is weird. Which is such a prayer. Come on. I uh, will share a road story with you. So right. I was doing a club in Northern California. We'll keep the club, and you edit it anyway. So doing not, a club in Northern gonna. California, and I'm doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we do Thursday night, good show, packed house. Friday night, both shows are good. But Saturday night, there's like four people there for the first show. And I was like, I'm not doing 45 minutes for four fucking people. Like, we could have sat in my hotel room and did this shit. <laughs> So they're like, well, you need to do it. And so I do it. It's fine. So I make it like, you know, you four in the front row. I just talk to the four of you. It's, it's bizarre for, you know, a big stage and everything. So then we do the second show, you know, maybe half full. And the guy says, well, I don't have your money. And I was like, well, I promise you that before I leave here tonight, you're going <laughs> to have my fucking money. And he's like, well, I'll mail you a check. And I said, no, you're not mailing me any check. The deal was payment. 
and I leave, and I drive back down to Southern California. Well, it's over at my apartment. I was like, great, we're going to your fucking apartment. <laughs> so I follow him to his apartment, and then he's trying to give me, he's trying to give me everything he can but payment. You know, he's like, do you want some weed? I'm like, I have weed. Do you want anything <laughs> else? I'm like, I don't do anything else. I just want my cash so I can get out of here. And then I have to wait for somebody else to bring it to. I'm, I'm in his living room for like an hour and a half. <laughs> a friend brings him the money. I get paid. And then at this point, I had a hotel, but I was so pissed off. I was like, fuck it. I'm awake. And I just drove overnight because it was like 115 up in uh, Fresno. I'll say Fresno. <laughs> and, uh, and I just came back overnight and I was like, fuck this. And I just... Yeah, that's right. If you don't do your time, you don't get paid. And then when you do your time, they like to jerk you around a lot, too, and not pay you sometimes. Yeah. Brody knows I, I got jerked around off payment one time, and I remember it was in a – they flew me out to Omaha, Nebraska, and they asked me to feature 30 minutes. It's actually in an uh, Ameristar Casino, Council Bluffs, uh, Iowa. And uh, it was urban Thursday nights. And um, there's <laughs> <laughs> two two shows, uh, eight o'clock or you know whenever we decided to start or in ten and ten. So it was like a riverboat casino kind of thing. It was nice actually, and I uh, went down there and I, I struggled, of course, and I I yelled at the audience. I wasn't you know I was new to the road game and I I, I challenged them. Uh, and then the headliner spoke to me. He says, try and do this. You're funny. Doing It was just a disaster. And then the guy who booked it, I, I couldn't find him after the show. And then these two girls who were kind of cute. I was in Omaha. I had a pretty cool uh, disc man with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, come up to my room. Let's party. You know, let me see some of that Omaha chronic that I read about in, <laughs> in the movie Election. And um, so we went up there, and the girls, like, stole my disc, man. And um, (laughs) so I flew back the next day, and I, like, never heard from the guy. I don't need to say his name, but, you know, it was just kind of a bad experience overall. And I wasn't ready for it. I think a lot of uh, you got to be thrown into those gigs. But I was definitely out of my element, and I I guess I learned something. Yeah, well, you know, know. my first uh, my first trip was up to uh, Spokane, and I I went with another comic, and we were really stoked to get up there. And it was like a series of one nighters. It was not quite uh, a low end triple run, but it was maybe that end. And we get up there, and I thought I was making a hundred a night, and uh, he told me I was making seventy five a night when I got there. And I just driven to Spokane from Los Angeles, (laughs) and he yeah, (laughs) and he's like, I got other comics in the room. Oh my gosh! So I fucking did it, and then I broke his Rolex. Fucking do! I swear to God, I broke it. I didn't mean to. I'm just like I'd never done a half hour like you. I'm sure I've never done a half hour. Still haven't. I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, hey, can I borrow your watch so I could just look at my watch every two minutes to stretch? And I'm just playing with it, nervousness before I go on and just wind it, and all of a sudden, bing! (laughs) There goes a spring. So I'm like, fuck you. It's probably a fake Rolex. I was just getting ready to say it probably was not. In a my Rolex. mind, it's a real Rolex because he screwed yeah. me out of twenty-five bucks. Right. So I busted a ten thousand dollar watch. All you. right, you know how he got that watch? Screwing comics out of twenty-five dollars a night. He worked to raise ten thousand dollars for a real Rolex watch. Have you, um, have you ever gone? out like you do a show and then people are like come out and drink with us or we're having a party have you ever gone and done that post show like at a stranger's house party or something yes and don't yes (laughs) no i did that uh i did that same trip actually same trip and um it would turned into this giant orgy um and i I actually told this well hold on (laughs) i've actually told this story on the show before so everybody i forget and it turned and there were 11 people there and everybody was hooking up I was number 11. <laughs> so I sat there in the jacuzzi like the weirdo. So, no, it was fucking weird. It's fucking weird. You don't, don't go back. It was like a kegger in a driveway. I mean, I, I think it's a, a little different now, you know, with podcasting and Twitter and what have you. It's like they kind of know you before. So, you know, you still don't know them until you actually see them. But, you know... I mean, I think I'd be more, if I had in a relationship with somebody through Twitter or whatever, maybe I'd go to a party and, and do that. I've been to the, 
I guess I've been to some house parties, but nothing too crazy. I, you know, I won't do any illegal drugs. I'll get involved in group sex. I've done that. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> Did you ever go back? Yeah, I um, when I first started doing stand up in Baltimore, I was in community college at the time, and I just met a couple of dudes on the soccer team, and they were like, "Yo, we're gonna come watch you," and then afterward, come back to our party, and they were throwing a party in this little row house right by Fort McHenry, where our national anthem was penned, and. Just some history for you. Just some history for you. Three Americans in this room. Three Americans. Just some history for you. And uh, so we do the show, and then we go back. And we're all, you know, it's my my brother and a couple other guys. We're getting to know these guys. They're on the team. So, like, we'll go party with these dudes. So we get back, and it's all straight Baltimore dudes. And they they keep going downstairs. Okay, so it's weed-friendly upstairs. And then they keep going downstairs. And finally, this guy Sparks, his name was Sparks. <laughs> Sparks. He comes up the stairs, and he's got cocaine all over his nose. I'm like, oh. oh, okay, all right. So it's coke downstairs, and it's weed upstairs. Got it. So a couple of the guys that I know now are watching him keep go downstairs, and they're just stealing his CDs. You know, they're just putting them in their jackets right, right. and loading them up. I'm like, we play with this guy. Like, what are you doing? So they're like, he's, gonna, he's way too fucked up. This shit's getting crazy. And... In the corner, he has an aquarium, like a 20-gallon aquarium. And in the aquarium is an alligator, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And I'd say from the snout to, like, the base of the tail, it's about this big. You know, with the tail, it's like this. But you take two hands to hold it like this. We're looking at, like, two and a half feet. It's growing. Two and a half feet? I would say that's fair, yeah. For our listeners. So, yeah, fair enough. Thank you. (laughs) So, Sparks keeps coming up the stairs and down the stairs. And we're like, Jesus, Sparks. Like, it's time. You know, you should probably cut it off. He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And then he goes over to the aquarium. And he just starts taking his hand. And he's just moving it in the water, like, back and forth with this alligator just sitting on, like, a rock. And just, like, with its eyes over to the left, watching the hand go by like this. And we're like, dude, you're going to get your fucking hand bit off right now. And we can't take you to the emergency room. You know, we can't say hey, this guy's on cocaine, and he just got (laughs) bit by an alligator. (laughs) So we're at a house party, not a zoo, you know? (laughs) So he's moving his hand, he's moving his hand, and we're, like, laughing, but we're like, dude, don't, what are you doing? You're going to, you know, it's going to tear your hand off. And then he picks it up, and he's holding it by, like, the belly with the snout facing, like, right here, and he starts dancing. I will never forget this. (laughs) Like Axl Rose, he's doing that. <laughs> he's doing that figure eight <laughs> shit with this alligator, and we're we're laughing, but we're like, dude, put the alligator <laughs> down. It's gonna bite your fucking face. Put it down, and he kisses it. Oh, and we're like, oh my god, you know, like, and and like, I don't want to see a guy get bit in in the face by an alligator, but I kind of want to see a guy get bit in the <laughs> face by a fucking alligator. And he kisses it a second time, and we're like, oh, my God. And he kissed it a third, and he looked like this, and he looked back, and that alligator went, snap. And oh. I mean, clamped on his face from right here to under the chin. And you could see the alligator's eyes, like, light up, like human flesh and cocaine, both <laughs> at the f- <laughs> first time for both. And this alligator was like, I am not letting go. And he's screaming, and we're pissing ourselves on the floor <laughs> trying to tell him don't fucking don't pull it off don't pull it off and he's like he's screaming screaming and he just rips it and he throws it back in the aquarium and i mean i can't breathe i can't <laughs> see like i this is a party i'm glad i went to after a stand-up show <laughs> and he's just holding his face and and he just keeps going oh and as he lets go each time just more and more blood and i mean so much blood it looked like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his face is just destroyed, <laughs> and he's, he's like, you need to take me to the hospital. And I was like, no, we've all been smoking weed and drinking. We are not <laughs> going to an emergency room and be like, he got bit in the face by an alligator. We're not doing it. You're going to have to tough it out. Matter of fact, it's about time we get out of here. We hit him with a see you later alligator <laughs> and fucking call it a night. That is a true story. One year later, one year later, I go back to, or a couple years later, I go, because I'm living here at the time, I go back to Baltimore to visit, and I go in this um, little, like, Oriole shop that I like to go to get my hat and shit, and I see this guy behind the counter, I'm like, I I think that might, and I walk up to him, like, aren't you Sparks? He goes, yeah, I'm like, you're the dude who got bit in the fucking face by an alligator. (laughs) 
and his coworkers like, what? I'm like, this dude got bit in the face by an alligator, and he lifted his face like he tilted it up. And all under his nose here and stuff are just alligator teeth scars from tearing his face up, man. Wow. Fantastic. First alligator story on Road Stories. It's the only one I have. I don't think. My whole Did, did he look normal? Like he looked normal, but it just like pock marks. You know what I mean? Like I Edward James almost just right in here. <laughs> like around. Yeah. Funny, I do have a Cayman story. That uh, same spot. Oh, Damn, Caymans, anyone? No, Caymans? All right. Uh, I'm constantly uh, amazed at the amount of drugs that there are on the road. I And maybe I come from a naive Christian upbringing in North Jersey with me and Rich Voss. But, um, and this was before Breaking Bad. Uh, uh, I, I guess they were calling it crank. Was it crank? Is crank and meth the same thing? Yes. Yeah? I'm like, I like I'm telling this to my mother. Like yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that either. No, really it's the crank. Crank and meth are the same thing, right? We had this girl come back to our apartment. <laughs> Not our apartment, our hotel room. Uh, one time, and she, uh, the first night she came back, she drank a huge uh, jug of Ernest and Julio Gallo. White good stuff. White Zinfandel. Yeah, White Zinfandel. By herself, fine, fine. Left that night as sober as I am right now. <laughs> Next night comes over. After, by the way, she didn't come to see any of our fucking shows. She just showed up at our apartment, our hotel <laughs> room. <laughs> she was just a post show. <laughs> she was a post show. <laughs> came back, had a half a glass of White Zinfandel. And was fucking wrecked. Wrecked. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Uh, uh, last night you, you drank everything and you were fine. And she's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm fine. I'm like, what What were you doing before this? I was just hanging out with my brother. No, what were you doing before that? She's like, well, my brother makes crank. And I had some. You want some? And pulls out a huge bag of crank. And she's just fucking wrecked. I'm like, I don't, I've never seen crank. I've seen drugs before. I'm not going to lie to you. I've seen drugs yeah, before. I've seen them. I've yeah. done a few in my day, <laughs> but she pulled out the biggest fucking bag of drugs I've ever seen in my life. And she didn't like, I'm freaking out. I've never seen this drug. So we're like, you got to get the fuck out of here right now. I don't, oh, she was a stripper. I forgot to mention that part. Poor. <laughs> what year was the Zinfandel? Got a couple singers here and there. Tech, show your tech. Oh, um, show my tech. Yeah. Uh, talent. You got it. Uh, uh Seeing the Rascal Flats concert. So. <laughs> gets me anywhere. We, uh, we, kick, we go to kick her out. We go to kick her out because we don't go. And her, and her ex-boyfriend's coming, too. It's a long story. It's a long story. He was a bouncer and took a bunch of sleeping pills and uh, started a fight. But, again, he's on his way over. That's how big that guy was. He took a bottle of sleeping pills and is on his way I'm over. I'm coming over, damn it. <laughs> so we go to kick her out. But sleeping we Sleeping at red lights and shit. <laughs> we can't kick her out because she's wasted. So what do you do? Take a shower, right? Send her to take a shower to sober up. So we send her into so the So now you have a stripper on crank. How do you send her in there? Like, crank. you, like, pick her up and put her in there? No, she was walking at that point. Do you, so hold, like, guide her? I pointed her out where the bathroom was. Did you have a girlfriend at the time? No, I was single. This is before I was married, by the way. My wife's in the room. Just got to grab a little, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, she was I'm, I'm a weirdo now. All right. So. <laughs> So jerking off on the freeway yeah, and falling in ditches, okay, but touching a stripper <laughs> is is uncalled for. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan brought up a point. There's a guy on, sleeping, a guy pills on sleeping pills on his way pills over to kick on his my way ass. over to kick his ass. He's on sleeping pills. He's not gonna. You guys are missing the point. Oh, okay. he took a bottle of sleeping pills. I got that. And is still on his way and over. Still on his way. Yes. You know how big this fucking guy is? He if has he can to down and he dates a stripper. Big. Yeah. That's a big guy. Okay, he's big. All right, so he's on his way over. Get in the tell her to get in the shower. Sober up. We put her in the shower. She I'm like, baths, fine, take a bath. So she <laughs> in the bath. I'm talking to the other comic. How do we get out of here? How do we get her out of here? We can't get her out of here. We got a boyfriend coming over. And then it dawns on me. Dead stripper in the bathtub. I gotta fucking get her out of the bathtub. What if she drowns? Oh, I thought you were gonna kill her. I was <laughs> like, What? This shit just got real, Murray. <laughs> Come on, we're all sharing. <laughs> Who hasn't killed a stripper in Oklahoma? In a bathtub. In a bathtub. Sure enough, I go in there and she's passed out. Come on, underwater? No, right here. <laughs> oh, Much man. like a, an alligator would stick yeah, his nose up yeah. <laughs> out of the water. Yeah. Stripper, Came get, get her all dry, pull her out, catch her before she, she drowns. Dress her. Didn't cop a feel, Brody. Uh, Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so I tell the other comic, I'm going to drive her home. Follow me. We'll drop her off, and then we'll get the hell out of town. This is our last show. We're not spending the night because we got a guy sleeping pills coming over <laughs> who had taken him. I take her out to her car. She's like, okay, here's my car. By the way, a Subaru Brat. Remember yeah, those things? I, yeah, they had the two suicide seats in the back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do remember those. Subaru Brat. 
I get in there. I drive in her, jump in her driver's seat. She gets in her passenger seat. Give me the keys. She gives me the keys, and she goes, ah, oh, shit. I'm like, what? <sighs> Somebody took my gun. <laughs> you know who took the gun? Her boyfriend. On sleeping pills <laughs> on her way over to my fucking hotel room. So we ditched ass, and we dropped her off in her, <laughs> in her dad's uh, front yard, and I hopped in the car, and that was Spokane, Washington. So the guy was on sleeping pills? Huh. The guy. Is nobody following this? The guy is so big, he took a bottle of sleeping yeah. pills. He's going to pass out. He's, you can get him. The adrenaline that is coursing fight. through his veins right now I, is overriding the sleeping pills. I like take Clonopin, and I'm relaxed. I drive a, a Vespa through... East Los Angeles. <laughs> Did your... Uh, On a bottle of Klonopin or just water? It. <laughs> Crush it. CVS Pharmacy, $10 copay. <laughs> you got it. I'm doctor hunting. What do uh, they call you? <laughs> you go from doctor to doctor. I wish I had more road stories. I just... Uh, I'm in town a lot, and um, I would like to go on the road some more and get a feel for that and hang out and... You had to, to you had to do some outside room so in Seattle when you were starting out, right? A little bit. We did Bellingham. I've done Moscow, Idaho. You know, it's like Moscow, Idaho. I like driving with the comedians. You know, it's a nice it's nice to drive and talk and you really get to know comedians. I li- I like to say that you know, there's some good comedians out there. I'd love to go on the road and spend some time with some comedians and talk and uh, <laughs> get to know each other. You know, if you get stuck in a car with the wrong comedian, it sucks. And it's bad, right? And it's they and and they should pay gas too. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the the conceit is right. Still, back when I was starting out, it was feature drove, mm-hmm. headliner paid for gas. Is yeah. that still? I don't think so. No, I don't think the headliner pays for anything yeah, anymore. Yeah, fuck those. I guys. got <laughs> stiffed <laughs> once. I'm not going to say who, but going up to Bellingham, I did a show from Seattle, like a Sunday night show in Bellingham, and I went with the headliner, and no gas money. I mean, I wasn't upset, but it's like, okay, whatever. It's just like not a big deal. Then I did a show also uh, on Oddball, and we went out to eat, and I ended up paying. (laughs) (laughs) Why the hell am I paying? You made more money than me that night. It's like whoever's making more money pays. That's the that's the rules. It's a tough. I hang out. out with, I hang out with Major League Baseball players. If I reach for my wallet, they'll never talk to me again. It's a slap in their face. You're wearing an Orioles jersey. I'm good friends with Buck Showalter, manager of the Orioles. He won't let me touch my wallet. You can't do that. That's how you hang out with major leaguers. I tell you, when comics when comics start getting paid fucking major league money, we'll yeah. start paying. Yeah. All right? Jesus Christ. Sorry, uh, I got aggressive. Sorry. I, uh, That's all right. I'll share. A w- a biz- this is a bizarre, biz- little slightly bizarre story. So... I did a, a gig with Tom Segura. You, I'm sure a lot of you know. Oh Tom yeah, Tom Tommy. Very funny. Um, very funny. So Tom, before being a full-time comedian, he worked in D.C. at America's Most Wanted. Oh. And he was hired on 9-10-01 oh. as an intern. And on 9-11, they were like, guess what? You're not an intern anymore. You're fucking going up there. You're getting stories. So he got to be tight with. Is it is it John Walsh? It's John Walsh. John right? Walsh. Yeah. Okay. John Walsh. So he got to be Adam. tight with yeah, John Walsh. Exactly. <laughs> good call so back. Good call back to a child death. Good. Four people. <laughs> ca- four people caught that child death. Well, it's it comes around. So John has this private event in Florida, and he flies us down to do it. And he's super nice. His kids are. It, it's an. It was an older community or something. An older audience, I should say. And he and we were told to go rated G. And he came over and he was like, listen, fuck that. I'm paying for this. Just do whatever you guys do. So we did. And it went awesome. It was fantastic. So he has, I want to say it's a son and a daughter. Um, Adam and? I, I can't. His oh, one, no, not John Walsh. His son's <laughs> name, I think his son's, wait, wait. It's, I think it's Calvin after Cal Ripken, as a matter of fact, one of his boys. And then he has a daughter. And they were like, why don't you come back to the house and party with us? We're like, all right. So Tom and I go. Tom's cousin lived in Florida. She came with us. We all go back. We're partying with these guys. And then, you know, inevitably someone brings up Adam, and they oh, talk to him. I'm sorry. I didn't realize this was Walsh. My apologies. Yeah, that, okay. that's the Walsh, Adam. I that. I oh, saying. man. Oh, I didn't. I was sorry for joking. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the guy. So oh, wow. John Walsh from America's Most Wanted. Adam. His son, Adam. Oh, was come on, Murray. Stop it. I'm not 
that's not a joke. <laughs> I, that's good, I that remember is, that. that. Movie is of the, the week. Same guy. Yes, movie of the week. That's right. They found him. So um, he also, in addition to having, you know, started all this, he's America's Most Wanted. So America's Most Wanted, every one of them want to kill his ass. So we're like, what the fuck? What goes on? Like, well, if you guys are attacked, what? Co- he's like, man, we get threats all the time. Like, what do you guys do? In that house, they have a safe room, okay? Not Jodie Foster fucking safe room. This thing is walled off. It is grenade. I, th- I swear I think he said missile-proof. Uh, wow. Definitely bulletproof. It's all separately wired with phones and satellites, so if they're in there, they can contact whoever they need to contact. And I was like, God damn, you guys know how to fucking party. <laughs> Could he Skype safe in room. there at all? You can do everything, <laughs> yes. You can do everything in that room, yes. You uh, could probably take your Vespa test in there, Brody. <laughs> all I need is a couple cones. Yeah, that's uh, it. It's big enough. It's big enough. You know what for pisses me off about bikers? I don't consider you a biker. I'm not a biker. You're no. on a Vespa, close enough. Are we talking about pedal bikers or motorcycle, motorcycle white liners? Bikers. I'm talking okay. about white liners. All right, all right. When you and I listen, I used to ride a bike. All right, we can bond on that. I had a Moto Guzzi. Yeah. Thank you very much. Hurry, coming T3 out. T3 1978 bike, cop and bike. And an FZR 600. That's right. Okay, I so we all bike here. We all we've all lived life on the edge. Um, when you p- so I know when they're white lining and I pull over a little bit and they go by and they don't fucking wave and say thank you. <laughs> don't you just want to fucking turn and run them over? Well, I got to hold on to the. the <laughs> yeah, wheel. I was gonna. I, say. I, I, I'm still figuring out things. <laughs> I I, I want to do hand signals and wave, <laughs> but I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not steady yet. So. All right. All right. Well, listen, we're about running out of time here. So, uh, first of all, I want to thank you guys for coming to this. That's really. What a great audience. It. Yes. Um, I love you, bro. Somebody, somebody wore a Road Stories t-shirt tonight. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Uh, she's in the back, and I asked her to. Um, <laughs> oh, I was going to ask. Did that really happen? All right. Um, the Oh, and guess what? My intern stayed for the whole show. Fuck Will Anderson. There he yeah, is right there. Yeah, you got it. He'll do it. He Aaron, believes in it. I don't know Will Anderson. I don't mean fuck him. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Most Australians are. I like an excess. Um, <laughs> it's Burghart is your last name? Brunhart. Brungart, Aaron Brungart, he works for All Things Comedy. We're now part of All Things Comedy. A great uh, What a great network. Bill Burr and Al Madrigal, two guys doing things. Uh, Dork Forest is with All Things Comedy. Uh, Crab Feast is not yet, yet, but I'm sure it will be picked up soon. They're great. Check out their website. Uh, I asked Aaron. I gave him five business cards, uh, mood.com. No plug there. Uh, to give uh, five business cards away and uh, for somebody to come to get a free T-shirt. Did anybody? How many did you give away? You gave away all five? Fuck. Um, all right. Who here? Raise your hand. Who has a business? One, two. Dude, you don't have a card. Real three. Shut up, Pat Francis. Pat Francis, everybody. Pat Francis, everybody. Give him a nice hand. Yes. Never scouting. not funny. Later today. S- these guys are scouting the other shows. These podcast wars are intense. So basi- <laughs> basically... Even with free T-shirts, people didn't show up. Is what happened here. But it's you know what, Murray. Uh, you know we you had got a great two time. We got two people here. Sure. Think about There's the fun. positive. Two people are here. It's a Saturday. I- I'm excited. Thank you very much, uh, Murray. I wish I would get. Are a you chance. signing off my own show? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what is <laughs> Jesus Christ? So. Uh, thank you guys. Whoever got the card, see me after the show. We'll get you a T-shirt out of here. And it just dawns on me. I can't give out my card for the rest of the podcast festival. Because people will be like, oh, this is my fucking card, yo. Here's my T-shirt. Oh, I can trade him back. Yeah. All right, you still get your T-shirts. Ryan Sickler, what's coming up for you, buddy? Uh, Crab Feast podcast every Tuesday. We have a live uh, Crab Feast podcast at the Hollywood Improv, November 7th, 10 p.m. It's a Thursday night. Uh, Recording and stand-up or? Uh, Just recording. Awesome. We'll have have a couple of guests for that one. Awesome. I'll be there. That's great. It's great. Crab Feast. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Brody Stevens? I have a couple podcasts, but I kind of, I'm like uh, UK TV. I keep them short and I move on to other ventures. I had Brody and Esther on Death Squad. I had Festival of Friendship on the Feral Audio Network. Next week, I don't know when this is going on, I'll be in D.C. for the Tignataro Comedy Festival. We're excited about that, so uh, check that out, and uh, that's where you can find me. And Brody is my friend on Twitter. Awesome. And uh, Jackie Cation, where can we find you? Oh, find us uh, tomorrow. I'm down in New York. Uh, I was kidding. Dorkforce.com. Dorkforce.com. Jackie Cation, she'll be on the show again. 
All Things Comedy is part yeah. of All Things Comedy. Guys, um, MurrayValeriano.com. You can catch my days. I'm going to Vegas, I think, in November. Uh, so that's going to suck. Circus. That's going to be really bad. Uh, shirts are upstairs. I got them on sale for $10. Actually, there's a deal. Uh, if you buy a, a festival T-shirt, you get a, a Road Stories T-shirt, I think, at half price. You guys get two for free, and three other people wandering around. Uh, Will Anderson's are going to get a free Road Stories T-shirt. How the fuck? Do I got to think of my marketing plan, Sickler. Yeah, I got to come back to you guys. Uh, you guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for my wife coming out. She's awesome. I love her. Uh, and that is it. Thank you all so much. The theme song. Two, check, check, two. Hey, everybody, thanks a lot. Keep it going for Murray. Let him hear it. We got another show coming up in here real soon.